Hello and welcome back to Rorschach Your Reality. Today I was so excited to be able to interview Carly Merriweather. I met her when I was part of the Laptop Freedom Program and we have both started our journey towards becoming full-time virtual assistants working remotely from home. So I was really excited to get a chance to talk to her about what it meant to make that large of an investment in herself and how the process of transitioning to full-time work is going for her. Hello, Carly. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I am doing great, and I am so excited that you joined us as a guest today, and I would love if we could start with you just telling us a little bit about who you are, what you're doing, and maybe something you're passionate about. Sure. So I'm Carly. Um, I met Hannah through the uh, Laptop Freedom Program, (laughs) beginning of this year. Yeah, I'm living here on the West Coast, just doing my thing. Um, I started my virtual assisting business back in January, like when the course started. And I'm really, really excited to like debut to the world. I just debuted it like last month. And yesterday I actually quit my part-time job. Ah! So yeah, August is going to be like fully remote for me. Wow. That is so exciting. And is that excited? Like when you started the program, did you have a timeline in mind that you were hoping to be fully remote? At the time, I was kind of like, I had a different job when I first started, and I was like, this job sucks. Like, I'm going to be fully remote by March kind of thing, uh-huh. but that just really did not work out, and I couldn't, like, financially support that, and then we moved to, like, a more expensive building, uh- <laughs> more expensive apartment, and it just, like, wasn't in my timeline, and I was kind of hoping for, like, September-ish mm-hmm. kind of thing, because I just started this job, like, not even two months ago, but I didn't think it would happen this fast but it's going pretty smoothly. So nice. definitely earlier than I expected. Yes. I love that. And it's such a big transition. So like, I think right. even if you kind of have like a timeline in mind for it, like you just, it's just like really hard to know for sure. Yeah. yeah like reality, sure. <laughs> reality wise. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so you are a VA. You're going remote in September, which is hardly even a minute away. In August. Oh, August. Sorry. Uh, yeah, this year is just like whew, flying. Right. Um, and what is something you are passionate about? I'm all about like everything sustainability. I'm working really hard because it's plastic-free July right now, so I'm working on doing a plastic-free. I did hit a little bit of hiccups just from being sick and like not really moving. <laughs> Oh, yes. It's like ordering takeout and stuff, but I'm working really hard to like reduce my carbon footprint and like be more sustainable and like s- slowly switching like all of my products and everything over to like either homemade stuff or like plastic free stuff, sustainable stuff, all um, that kind of good stuff. That is super cool. I just, I wouldn't say that I'm like super nutty about sustainability. I love the idea. Just like I can't pretend that like I personally... <laughs> like really made huge like efforts but I did like um I started using Norwex and so I haven't bought like any like body wash face wash like kind of those products that I tend to like you know buy every four to six weeks or whatever yeah Um, so I haven't like bought any of those products in months which I feel that's awesome my own every little little step counts (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay so 
when we were kind of preparing for the podcast, you had mentioned that your confidence and belief in yourself have just really grown and shifted a lot. And I'm super excited to talk about that. Um, but just to kind of give us an idea about changes you've had, like, could you talk a little about maybe where you were a year ago in terms of just kind of your mindset and uh, mentally? A year ago. So month was it July. I had like just moved to Victoria, I think. And I was living in like a group house with like a bunch of different roommates. And I was just like, working my minimum wage job. I think I had two minimum wage jobs and I was just like, this is awesome. Cause I'm out of my hometown. <laughs> and like for years and years, I've always wanted to like start a blog, start a YouTube channel, like start an online persona kind of thing. Yeah. And it just never seemed obtainable because I'm from like a really small town in like mid BC. Okay. So like people didn't really like amount to much from Salmon Arm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you never heard of anyone from Zamorin. People just, like, you know, worked their nine-to-five jobs until they died kind of thing. Right. And it's so interesting how when when we're surrounded by, like, a certain mindset or just kind of a way of being, how easy it is to just kind of, like, flow into that and look right. around, well, nobody from here really does that. And for some reason, it creates this limit. Like, I guess I don't do that either. Right. But there's no, like – you could (laughs) yeah like salmon arm was very like not environmentally forward and like I went vegan in salmon arm like three years ago and it's like I was the only vegan in salmon arm kind of thing so it's like I did not go out I did not like eat in restaurants because there was no options for me oh my god like you know like salmon arm is very like cookie cutter and average and like and then coming here to Victoria it's like everybody's an entrepreneur (laughs) it's all about sustainability like there's so many resources every single restaurant like a fancy vegan option oh my gosh I love that I Mm -hmm. have a friend uh who recently moved to Nashville and she also is vegan but and she was talking about it and she was just like yeah I feel like if you want to be vegan and you live in Nashville there's like no excuses (laughs) because like every like restaurant there's restaurants like just for vegan people and like yeah I used to work at a vegan restaurant here in Victoria (laughs) yes you know so she's just like yeah you can't really like act like it's that hard anymore (laughs) like if you live there that really like has embraced it because right so many options (laughs) I might have to go to Nashville now that sounds amazing a year ago then if someone had told you like hey, you're going to be preparing to like work totally remotely in a year and you've just are really establishing yourself in this whole different world. Like what would your reaction to that have been? I would not have believed them. I would have been like, you're funny. That's cool. I'll like watch you do it on YouTube, but like that's not a thing I do. And so what changed that? How is it now like a thing that not only you could do, but like you totally are doing? Just, like, the laptop program and, like, all of the amazing support from all of the ladies that were in there. And then also my beautiful fiancé has been so amazing in this, like, transition Mm. into remoteness because he believes in me so much and he's always pushing me and always, like, you know, that's really cool. But, like, what are we going to do next? Like, how are we going to get these goals kind of thing? Oh, that's amazing. Yes, I I know that like when I started looking at the Laptop Freedom Program, which if you haven't listened to any of my other podcasts, it's a, a program for women, well, now for anyone, I think, but it, um, yeah. it was a lot of women in the group when I started. 
um, but a program for humans, let's say, mm -hmm. um, who are interested in becoming a virtual assistant. Um, and that's how I met Carly. And we both uh, recently went through the program. I mean, it just finished what in May, the very end of May. Gosh. I think so. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. It just feels like, in some ways, it feels like it was something that happened a really long time ago. <laughs> right. And in other ways, it feels like it's like, oh, did it just finish yesterday? Like, right. Um, yeah. But so I also went through that program, and I know that when I looked at it, it felt like really right, but I was also really stressed about the financial part of it. Like, oh my God, tell me about it. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> and I remember like going and like when I was telling my husband about it and just kind of like, okay, like we just moved, you know, like our rent payments are more, we recently had to replace my car, you know, just like all of these yeah. considerations. And it's like, is this a good time to take on like, surprise, here's a fun financial commitment. Right. Um, yeah. But he was just like, this sounds so perfect in 110%. Like I know that if you do it, you'll succeed. So I think you should do it. Like clearly, awesome. this is right for you. And yeah, just yeah it's basically, Chad's attitude towards it too. Yes. And it makes a huge difference because it is like really scary to commit to like a financial investment like that. Mm -hmm. But then you always have that like voice in the back of your head being like, you paid so much for this. Like do not make it go to waste. <laughs> yes. Because like, honestly, I have like enrolled in some different things like, Oh, like a beta program that you could do for free or like oh, yeah. this kind of different free online stuff. And yeah. it's like, I just never like make it happen. Right. And there's something about like, yeah, you paid for this. Like you need to maximize like every, every moment of it. <laughs> yeah. Like literally my first two cars were both like maybe a thousand bucks each and that's like Canadian. So uh -huh. the laptop freedom program with the exchange rate cost me like close to 3000. Oh my God. That's literally more than like both of my cars combined. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like, yeah, just trying to justify it. Yeah. And then like just kind of being like, okay, this is an investment I'm making in myself and just like taking the plunge. Yeah. And I definitely was like, I, like I, I've seen like multiple people post stuff about kind of like, you know, whether it's their parents or their friends or people like being like not understanding or being like, that's a scam. or like, you shouldn't yeah. put so much money in. And I like, I didn't have any of that because I like, didn't, <laughs> I like, didn't share like dollar amounts with anyone until I was oh, yeah. in it. Cause I just was like, I don't like, I just, I feel like I know this is right for me and I'm going to do it, but I'm not like prepared to try to like explain it to everybody yeah. else. So yeah. Fair definitely kind of chilled on that till it, I succeeded. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. You're like, I know it costs as much, but look how much money I'm making. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's totally evened out. People can see this is clearly like a really good fit for me. I'm loving it. So now I'm more comfortable being like, yes, and the program costs money and it was worth it. That's but awesome. Definitely. Like the moment I signed up, I wasn't like telling people like, I yeah. have this much money to be in an online program. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a little stressful. For sure, for sure. Um, okay, so from a year ago, right, you're working two minimum wage jobs, living with mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people, kind of not necessarily feeling like you are someone who could, like, kind of achieve these dreams that you're watching people yeah. on YouTube or online doing. How is today different? It's funny because when I was – I went and spent, like, a summer with my uncle a couple of years ago, uh -huh. and while we were there, my sister and I, he was, like – very much like you need like a one-year plan what's your five-year plan what's your 10-year plan like just set a plan like set something to work towards uh -huh. and then like if it 
works out, awesome. If not, like, you know, do a 180 and do something different. Like his 10-year plan, I forget what they were, but he said he's never gotten to his 10-year plan. Like he's always like stopped and done something else. Like he was an Uh. engineer in Sweden for like five years. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to start growing organic tomatoes. And then he like farmed tomatoes for two years. So he was like very set on like, you know, like what are you going to do? How are we going to do this kind of thing? And I was like so scattered brain and I had no idea. And I've like never known what I wanted to be when I grow up kind of thing. (laughs) And then now it's really exciting because he's coming to visit next month and I can be like, Hey, look, I'm a virtual assistant. Like I'm working remote. I've started my own business. Like this is where I'm going to be in five years kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. It's just really exciting to like know what I want to be when I grow up now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think like something that I've really loved about the virtual assistant role is that like it is something concrete but it's also something like very open yeah like in terms of even like if you want to specialize somewhere specific or if you want to like transition it into something else online like I just Mm -hmm. feel like it's it just lends itself to this kind of flexibility that I really like yeah it's fun trying to explain to people they're like what is virtual assisting and I'm like it is such a broad term but like what I'm doing specifically is like social media management like that kind of stuff and I'm like you could literally do anything yes I know it's like what is virtual <laughs> well it depends on the how much time do you have <laughs> <laughs> yes because yeah everyone just has their own spin for like yeah what they offer and how they offer it and what that looks like for their life but I yeah think, like what makes it so amazing <laughs> very non-traditional way of life which is awesome yes oh my gosh yes and for you, I'm like super, so I saw that Chad like joined the, the um, group after us. So I haven't yeah. really interacted with him as a person. I just saw that he was like part of the next group. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so amazing and crazy that if you, you know, are both doing that, like you'll have so much flexibility. Like, do you yeah. guys have like goals or hopes or plans with that? Yeah. So he's in the laptop freedom now, the self-study version of it right now which is amazing. And he is like, he definitely sees himself transitioning into the OBM, like the online business okay. manager kind of thing. And he's like, I'm going to be making so much money an hour. And like, I'm going to have you on my team. And like, we're going to rule the world. Kind of thing. <laughs> I love it. And we already have plans for like September. He really, cause he's a traveling soul too. So we really want to like go somewhere in September. I just love that. And I think for so many people who do the laptop freedom program or who want to like go remote, like being able to travel is such a huge part of it. So I think that's just really cool that he's like also embracing that. So like as a couple, you'll be able to really make that happen. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, Okay. So. I know, at least for me anyways, it feels like the whole last year has just, like, flown by. Like, last July was, like, 100 years ago. (laughs) So, and even, like, the Laptop Freedom Program, like, it went so fast. It was like, oh, we all enrolled. We're doing these little introduction videos. And then it's like, okay, goodbye. (laughs) Right. And, you know, like, it just happens and time moves so quickly. But I know that obviously, like, making changes and whether that's your mindset or your occupation or with education like these are like day to day putting in the work putting in the time building the habits to actually like make them happen so how like what are some of the things you feel like have been really hard for you in terms of like consistently making the progress and moving forward 
Oh my God, so much of it, like holding myself accountable is so hard. (laughs) Like growing up, my mom never pushed us to do like homework at home or like study. So it's like I literally studied for like one test in high school and I got like (laughs) bonus marks and then I like never studied again. So I was like, that was annoying. (laughs) I only studied because I was like at a friend's house and we were in the same class. Oh, right. I never like held myself accountable and I've never like... You know, when I get home, I'm, like, on the internet and I'm, like, wasting time. Uh, yeah. So I've never, like, grown up with that mentality. And it's it's a hard transition if you've never done it before. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a work environment, like, if I'm at work physically, like, doing a job, I will work, like, you know, 12 hours a day. Like, I'll push myself so hard and I will, like, get the job done kind of uh-huh. thing. But as soon as it's my, old time, my own time, I'm like, an hour of work is so much. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes, I definitely like, and I feel like I am a really like motivated person. I was homeschooled. So I'm totally used to like, sit down, make it happen, get it done. Use your time wisely, because it's always been my time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so but okay, even with that kind of background and like ability to like, in my home, like get stuff taken care of. Yeah, I like I went through this phase when I was like first starting and I had multiple clients where I was just having trouble. Like I felt like every night, like my husband would be coming home from work and then it would be like, oh, I still have like three hours of stuff I need to get. get done. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like I was making it happen. Everything was happening, but it was like at towards the end of the day. And oh, I was yeah. like, what is happening? Like I this is not sustainable. And I found this little like I feel like so much of it is just how you like think about it. Yeah. So I found this little like thing that that has been working for me really well where like it's this idea of, like billable hours which I think is like a big thing that like lawyers do um which I probably picked up from books because I read a lot <laughs> but we're oh, yeah. okay like you can be at the firm from like 6 a.m to 6 p.m but like nobody cares like we just want to know how many billable hours did you have oh and, yeah you know, I started like looking at my VA business where it's like okay, I can spend a lot of time like interacting in Facebook groups or following up with job leads or just like doing this, that, or the other thing that like aren't bad things, but then also like I'm not getting paid for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like kind of committing to myself, like I don't do anything else online until I've had like this many billable hours. And that has helped me so much just like get really real with like looking at my client breakdown and like, well, I have to do this many hours for this client like every day to kind of break even on our retainer or this client, like I need to do about this many hours a week. So let me schedule those in and I have to do my billable hours before I work on my blog or my podcast or this other thing that I really want to do. Like, (laughs) and yeah, just like that has helped me a lot because it is a transition to be like sit in your own home and like kind of make work happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's so smart. Yeah. So it's been my little my little mental trick to like get myself to like do which has helped because I don't like when my husband's getting home at like four o'clock and then I'm like well I have like three hours of stuff that I that I should have taken care of and yeah (laughs) that's fair oh my gosh um okay so kind of in that same vein like are there like habits or resources that have been really motivating and inspiring for you as you're kind of working through what it looks like to work from home Yeah, I've been trying to like get up early-ish, like around the same time every morning and just like get up and like get out of bed and get dressed kind of thing. 
because mm-hmm. that helps so much. Yes. <laughs> like mentality. And I've also like one of my clients, I'm doing like a Instagram engagement for them. So like every day I have to, or Monday to Friday, I do like 30 minutes of engaging on their Instagram. Nice. So I can do that like any time of the day, but it's just really nice to like get up and like hop on Instagram for work and not like yes. my own Instagram and like just get that done. And then I'm like, oh, I've already done like half an hour work today. You know? Yes. Oh, and it feels already, so good. Like, yeah. And I'm already like in the work mood kind of thing. And it really helps having like this new computer too, because I'm like trying it out and like trial and error and stuff. Yes. Oh my goodness. It actually works. Uh, okay. So Part of your journey involved the Lap Cut Freedom Program, which we have been talking about. And I know you kind of mentioned like, oh my gosh, like, you know, taking into consideration, like my first two cars, like they may have been crappy, but (laughs) they were cars. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like one of them got me like across Canada and back. Dang, right? So it's like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, when you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel like my first car that I just, like, paid cash for was was kind of in the ballpark of what the program cost me. Also. Yeah. <laughs> just crazy. Um, so, like, besides being, like, a significant financial investment, it was also, like, fairly time-consuming, you know, like, especially when you are busy and you're working and it's not, like – we get to like put the rest of life on hold and then be like, I know I'm going to start this intensive program. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was it like to commit to that and then actually really like follow through with it and make it happen? It was so weird. Cause like also I stopped schooling at like high school. So I never went to post-secondary okay. and then I've been out of high school for like five years now. And then like going back and doing like a school like program Mm. which is like really weird but it helped that I had like like Chad's in college he's at like the local college here so I kind of had him to like you know bounce ideas off of and like take motivation from yes that makes sense yeah and it just really helped having like all the other girls in the in the group just like posting their progress and stuff and I'm like oh I'm not very far in it you know ah yes (laughs) and I totally had that and it like and the group was so positive. Like I never felt like there was like weird, like comparison things that other people yeah. were doing. But I know like sometimes like for me, like I could like feel like a little overwhelmed or stressed out. Like, oh my gosh, like look at what this person's doing or look at what that person's doing. And then I like, yeah. and like within myself, I could like feel this kind of like, oh no, like I don't want to fall behind and like really like working to channel it into like a really positive energy of like, Oh, this is something to motivate you and not like something to get like all weird in my head about. Yeah. I can be that person sometimes. Right. <laughs> Cause there's like some people like didn't like you had the, um, like the teaching job teaching English. Oh yeah. A hours a day. And then it's like some people had full-time jobs and they like didn't really have time to commit as much time. Yes. You know? And it's like, I think, a couple of the ladies like started early and they were like already kind of uh-huh. been, like, having clients and they already know this life. And then it's like me starting from like absolute nothing. Yes. Oh um, yeah. There was like such a variety and yeah, like a couple of people where I was like, how are they doing this? And then I was like, Oh, they like started early. And then yeah. I think, I don't maybe there's one or two other of us. Like I was in like such a nice position because I came out of teaching and I got like a chunk of, pay like that they had held back for my summer pay yeah like because when you're teaching at least in a lot of states in the U.S. it's like 
you're getting, you get paychecks year round, but you're only working like 10 months. And so then like out of every check that they pay you, they like hold back a certain dollar amount and that's going to be how they pay you during the summer. But I left mid year, it was like, there's like six months of my pay that you've held back that you're supposed to give me this summer. But now like you just give it to me as a payout because I won't be here this summer to receive. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It's like when you quit a job and you get like all the vacation pay they've been saving. And yeah, it's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're like what? So it <laughs> it did work out like really nice. Where it's like okay, I'm teaching part time online, but I have this little lump sum that could like tide me over. And it was kind of like I have like two months to like be making decent income, or I have to start job hunting. And that was yeah. highly motivating. <laughs> it's yeah. like no, I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to go back to like a job out of my home like so I definitely was like super super committed (laughs) (laughs) yes oh my gosh um so when you committed you put down the money you the course started right you're kind of getting stuff done making it happen did that have an impact on your self-confidence or the way that you kind of perceived yourself yeah so I think Katie shared the like meme on the wanderlust like virtual assisting page and it was like the life of a entrepreneur and it was like this roller coaster of emotion <laughs> so I felt that so hard because <laughs> it's like one day you're like yeah I'm this badass virtual assistant like I rule the world kind of thing and the next day it's like imposter syndrome I can't do this <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes like that was something I that's still something I struggle with I'm like do I really like can I really charge this much per hour like can I really make a living off this yes oh my gosh I yeah, imposter system, uh, syndrome has been so, like, it's been really big for me. And I'll yeah. have these phases of just, like, supreme confidence. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Everything. And then, like, all of a sudden, I'll, like, just hit this wall of, like, what are you doing? Like, should, like how are you charging people this? How, you don't, what are you even, like, what's even going on with you? And right. like, I'll get, like, really overwhelmed. And I don't know what that's about. It's, like, I'm doing a good job. My clients are happy with me. Like I, there's no reason to be like, I can't do it, but it will just hit me really hard. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what do you do when that happens to you? It was really hard when I got sick too. Cause I spent like, like it's been about a week now, just over a week. And so there was a couple days I had to take off work, like off my part-time job. And I'm like, I'm so hardworking and I'm like, oh, I should be doing something. I should be like, you know, making content. I should be like applying for more jobs. But I'm like, no, this is how you stay sick for months. Like yes. you need to rest doing that thing where you like work for an hour and then take like, you know, a couple minutes off. But that ends up being like work for half an hour, take three hours off, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but just like giving myself time and like going for a walk and just like clearing my mind a bit. I feel like that was kind of my process with like some of my first clients even where it's like I would just get really overwhelmed like uh sit down and it's like there's like seven things to do and half of them I have to like learn a lot of new stuff to do them and so I would just want to kind of like shut down a little (laughs) and so if I was like okay I'm gonna do one thing and then I'm gonna like take a walk or watch a show or do some stretching like just do something and then like come back like now I'm gonna do one more thing yeah like it just made it so much more like doable than being like I'm gonna do all of this because right. I wasn't doing anything I was just like overwhelmed and stressed out <laughs> yeah I also get like really in my head about things because like I'm so new to this I don't 
really know how long things take me right now. So oh, I just yeah. did a project and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to take like five hours. This is going to use up like her entire package and like she's going to be mad at me and like maybe I should just stop the clock and like do it on my own time kind of thing. And then <laughs> I timed it. I was like, no, this is stupid. Like you got this. And then I timed it and it literally took me like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. It's crazy how once you get up in your head, like things can really go south. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I think that when it comes to like having confidence or setting prices, like the further I can get away from like my own head and the more I can just be open to like even just my own strengths or acknowledging my abilities or trusting that I will figure it out, like the better off I tend to be. (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) So if you could encourage our listeners with one piece of wisdom from your journey, what would you want to say to them? Ooh, this is something I still struggle with because like <laughs> for some reason I'm a perfectionist, even though I'm like a, a lazy perfectionist, <laughs> is that done is better than perfect. So like even if you don't like it, like submit it and then like your client may love it. They may be like head over heels for it, even though you hate it because like they're different people or they could have some like really good criticism and like things to change and things to update and then you know yes uh, done is better than staring at it for so long just like you know finish it submit it and then just like forget about it kind of thing yes it's that whole like getting up in your head again because you can totally like create something and then it's like the more you look at it the more you're like oh no and then you're doing all these little nitpicky things and right. it's just like okay move on <laughs> Right. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, if people want to connect with you about a business, maybe they're looking for a virtual assistant or just life in general, how should they do that? Yeah. So they can follow me on social media. I have a Pinterest and uh, Instagram, which are like my personal ones. So I love to connect with people on there. They can also email me at my business email because I'm all fancy. Perfect. <laughs> And then I'm working on a website and a blog right now. So, oh, so is the is the website is it for your virtual assistant service specifically, or is this more of a personal? It's going to be like an all-in-one thing. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I loved having a chance to visit with you. Yeah, it was so good. Thanks for having me.